Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Liverpool survive a Virgil van Dijk red card and come back to beat Newcastle 2-1 thanks to heroic Darwin Nunez brace. Arsenal drop early season points in a wet and wild 2-2 draw against Fulham. Manchester United come from two goals behind to defeat Nottingham Forest 3-2 after what Eric Ten Hag called a horrid start. And Rodri rescues Manchester City with a late winner in a 2-1 victory at Sheffield United. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. OK, my friend, I think there's only one place to start. The big game at the weekend, St. James's Park. Uh, Newcastle hosting Liverpool. Liverpool with a good set of results recently against Newcastle. The Newcastle team that weren't at their best against Manchester City, but Eddie Howe before the game said, we fully commit and that's when we're at our best. We had a fully committed game, plenty of incident. I think we, we almost should get to the incident first yeah, and then we probably. can talk maybe mm. the, the generality of the, of the game. But let's start with the first big incident that happened, I think it was sixth and seventh minute. It was a yellow card for Trent for time-wasting, which we know now is... is Throw, throwing the, new, the ball away. Yeah, which is one of the new directives, isn't it, in terms of the time-wasting, the whole piece. That now you're going to get a yellow card, Yeah, which... I think we both understand it. It's a bit harsh. I don't particularly like it. I think, you know, tell him first. But yeah. guess a yellow. I don't like anyway. that it's so strict. Right? Yeah. I think some people, Liverpool fans out there, were like, well, hang on a minute, he did get fouled. He got pushed. Yeah, he got pushed, yeah. So that's a, that's a fair argument. I think maybe, you know, yeah. it, it could have just had a warning to the referee as a foul yeah. and say, look, don't throw the yeah. ball away. The but second he, got, one, he did get a yellow card. He did get a yellow card. Yeah. A minute later, Anthony Gordon picks up the ball for, in a deep line position. I thought Anthony Gordon played particularly well. We'll, we'll. we'll mention him a little later. But he runs on the outside of Trent. He's running down the byline, just near, where, strangely enough, where the, the two benches are. And Trent leans out a hand, and, 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 and there's definitely contact, and, and Gordon goes down. He, he, he can't continue to run on his counter-attack. And... Trent got a warning for the referee on this one. Now, I know there's a number of people, I believe, including yourself, that yeah. felt it, it was, should have been a second yellow card. I do because, and I know we differ, we differ yeah. on this, um, I do because, and I know what you're going to say, there wasn't a ton of contact and he went down a little bit easy, right? The referee said it was a foul. I think yeah. we all agree on that, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. So, yeah, so it's if foul. it's a yeah. foul, Rob, mm. and, and Trent's nowhere near the ball... It's obviously a tactical foul. It's a professional foul. It's um, the yellow card is for unsporting behaviour. When you do something like that, he's, he's restricting a Newcastle player. Yeah. If we all agree, some maybe don't agree that it was a foul, but if it was a foul, he's nowhere near the ball. So it was a, it, that's why I'm like, that's kind of a yellow card. And maybe because he's on one yellow, maybe the second yellow's got to have more value. I don't know what it is, but I thought Trent was very, very lucky to get away with that with the second yellow. You still, you yeah, still think I, I, there's I'm, not... I'm still uncomfortable in, in saying that 
I think you can give a foul, but I don't think you have to give yeah, a yellow agreed. card. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. But what about the type of foul it was, Rob? Okay, I'm, I understand. But what about the type of f- f- yellow card that he got first that could have been a push on him first and he gets the thing? Often we sit there and the, the first thing we say is, I have a bit of common sense, referee. Well, I thought the referee had a bit of common sense. I thought he felt, he said foul. It's not quite as bad. I, he did go and have a word with him. But the other thing I would say on that, Rob, and, and I, I, I want to get your view on it, is that if he did get a second yellow, and let's go down the route, in two minutes he gets two yellow cards, which isn't great, and you know, yeah. throwing the ball away and whatever. But really, should I know. Should, no. he, should, should a team have to no. go down to ten men? No. Should a guy have to miss the next game for, for those two instances? No, no they shouldn't. That, that shouldn't. So I thought, you know but what, the, in that, the end, we got... We the got... rules are the rules. I totally agree. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I think the rules are written a bit... Particularly now, at any time... But, it, but didn't the, the, the referee show a little bit of common sense know, and, and I, leniency and, 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 and what we want, what we're asking for referees to do? We, he does that, and now we're saying yeah, that but it could I be... Yeah. Listen, mate, you know me by now, right? And I'm, I'm a little bit black and white. I, I think if you start throwing around, well, you've got to show a little bit of common sense here. Well, well when does he then and when doesn't he? I think the rules are the rules, Rob, for me. I totally agree. So I would, I would criticise the actual laws right now Particularly the first one. He's, he's, he's dumped on his backside. He's sliding back. He gets the ball and just chucks See, it. I thought the a... second one was worse. Was was yeah, less I, of a foul. I, I thought Anthony didn't. Gordon knew exactly what he was doing. He caught him. Well, what's Trent Gordon... doing? What's Trent doing? Trent's right? trying to tra- Trent's he's trying to body. Ball. He's trying to yeah, body him off. Near the ball. It's a I, deliberate I know. He's, he's trying to body him off as a defender. That's okay. He's contact sport. If the ball's right there. I totally agree with you. But when the ball's ahead of him and he's going to run onto it and he stops him doing it, I mean, I listen. Yeah, we we, we, we 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 differ on that. We differ right? on that. But I but think, but I think I, I agree with you that that would be kind of crazy yeah. for him to to. Uh, I mean, there's a bit of emotion in football, Rob. Correct. Goodness, and we, don't we, we know that. that. Yeah. And I know this, like they're trying to stop t- time wasting, mm. adding all the minutes on. And um, we had a we had the the big Zoom call with um, Howard yeah, Webb, PJ Well, boss, yeah, and sort yeah. of saying we this isn't going to be a two or three wing stick. This is going to stick. Yeah. We want to we want to yeah. brush up on the behaviour of of all players and, and coaches for this game. It's not a good look for kids watching it. And I get all that. Mm. But talk about flipping sledge, sledgehammer to flipping <laughs> crack a nut. Like, and, um, anyway, but maybe, listen, maybe this is the, the part of the lesson, the teaching and players yeah. will risk, you know, try not to, to hold up play or stand in front of the ball or throw the ball away or just tap it away because you're going to get a yellow card. Okay, let's move on because that's next one incident. Let's move to the next big call. Was it 26 minutes on I the clock? I think we around? agree on this one. So, uh, Anthony Gordon comes inside, has has a ball, slides a lovely ball through into Alexander Isak's path, who's away and taking a touch as if he's heading towards towards. He was trying to take a touch. Yeah, take a touch to to head towards goal. Virgil van Dijk's running behind him, uh, sort of to the side but behind, and makes an attempt to win the ball. Now, I think this was pretty clear to me. The question is, does Virgil van Dijk win the ball cleanly? Because the first part, of if it wasn't a foul, yeah. if he does, he runs in on goal. He right? runs so in on a, goal. So that's a denial of a goal-scoring yeah. opportunity. So, that, so that's the jeopardy that's, when you make that that's, challenge. That's, that was going to happen. Correct. So then it becomes, did he foul him did or not? Did he foul him or not? And we had enough looks um, with good replays, some slow-mos. I often tend to go with what my eye see, and my eye initially saw Isaac's leg move, the right leg move across as he's stepping. I'm thinking after, contact, after the contact. Right. You, you don't do that if, if you think you're in. You don't do that if you've not been hit. And the more we saw replays, the more the evidence I thought was damning for, for Van Dyke. Mm. He, he caught Isaac's foot. 
Isak goes down to denial of the goal-scoring opportunity, and that is a red card. There's a couple of people on social media, Rob, that's, that's chucked out there, not just to us, a few other um, you know, pundits and stuff, mm. that quoting this law, they're, yeah. they're, and there was a slight change in the summer, um, it's the triple jeopardy thing where it's inside the box. Yeah. If that same... If that same challenge happens inside, inside the, the box, box yeah. and it's a foul yeah. and a penalty is awarded, he doesn't get it's, the it's only a yellow card because he is genuinely trying, trying to, to, to get ball. the ball. Yeah. But it's outside the box, yeah. so... It's a denial uh, of the goal scoring opportunity on is. that one, isn't it? It just is. So, under different yeah. so I don't think that's really... A, mm. I, I'd, be, I'd love to hear an argument from somebody that believes yeah. that that's not the right call. I think yeah. the, refer- the referee, to be fair at the time... Mm. Got that absolutely spot on. And, and I've just got to say here, Rob, and, and it isn't often you'll hear me uh, criticise Virgil van Dijk and that, but mm. I thought his behaviour when it happened as captain of a Liverpool mm. football club was not good. And, and I'm, a, I'm a fan, a big fan of Virgil van Dijk as a man, as a footballer, what he's when you, when you say about his behaviour, you, you, I thought some of the language that was directed to the referee, his body language, his, his, his language and his... His demeanour towards the fourth officials. I know he's disappointed. I know he doesn't feel it's a red card. And, of course, he, he believed that he, he won the ball. But you have to act in a certain way. Um, you know, we are talking about the influence of what this game does around the world to, to everybody watching. And I, I was disappointed in Virgil van Dijk. I just want to put it out. No, I think so. I mean, so it, it continued, didn't it? Yeah. It continued yeah, off the field, off the field to the fourth, fourth official, official, I think. Down the tunnel. And, and just, just on that challenge again, Rob, let, let's be honest about this. He... He wasn't in a position to get goal side no. to, to mm. Isaac to, to defend it. that yeah. in the textbook way, really. When mm. somebody makes a run, you try and read it and get, get goal around. side. Yeah. He wasn't going to mm. be there, so he was committed to stopping it yeah. immediately. You take a gamble, that, you a, do that lunge, you? Not Kind of a lunge, but he, yeah, it was it, ball or nothing. Yeah, he, he has, yeah. If, he he doesn't has hit, to, if he doesn't hit the ball, the jeopardy is... So he's, a, he's, he's probably he a yard yeah. out, of, out of position yeah. where he couldn't drop off and mm. see the run out. Um, so not not his best moment there, um, but that was a, that that of course changed the game. Um, and at then this one point, more, then then Newcastle get the goal because of, of, of a Trent error again. It, it, it's um, well the goal the goal came first, didn't it? I think the goal came first from Trent Alexander missed the ball. Then the, I think the, the the red card was a few minutes after yeah. the, the goal. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So they're one. So yeah, just on that. Trent Alexander-Arnold again, Rob. Yeah. We talked about him with mm. the incident where he almost mm. got sent off. Yeah. Maybe should have done, maybe not, whatever. Yeah. And then the ball goes under his foot. Mm. I tend to think, listen, it happens to a lot of players where yeah. they miscontrol yeah. it. Or, or is it more of when you're a defender, you really got to make yeah. sure that yeah. you don't make a mistake. What, what, what's it, your it, thought on that? Listen, it's easy to pile on Trent because that's yeah. a common thing to do. Defenders make mistakes. It happens. We've all been there and the ball, you know, you, you don't quite look. Or yeah. You're looking at what you're going to do and you don't take your touch. What I would say is, and, and I said this in um, I don't know if it was our last podcast, I said it on a, on a production call and a few times, the last few weeks I've seen Trent, I, I, I enjoy and, and think he offers something very different and special to Liverpool when he drops into that midfield. And you can see against Bournemouth, his assists and what he can do. But I still feel his role needs to be defined. When he goes to receive balls with his back to play, when they're playing out from the back, it's not as safe as Brighton. It's not as safe as Manchester City. There's a risk element to it. And that risk is when they've got possession. When they're, when they're out of possession, the risk's even bigger because he's caught in field. And, and that right-hand side today was Martin with Canute not being fit. There's still a threat down the right-hand side for, for Liverpool. And I know you talked about on the last podcast, you know, do Liverpool have to go and address that with getting a, a 
top-class defender who goes in there, who who deals with that problem. I'm not sure if it Mm. is. I just feel that this team needs to... In, in a, the way that Deserbian spent a bit of time with Brighton in, in the, the summer series, how he drills in how they're going to work the ball out the back and there's lack of, of risk and there's a safety, I don't think Liverpool have that same safety when they're playing from the back. I mean, you bring up the, the, the Bournemouth situation, Rob, and, and again, his teammates, he, he came into midfield, the, mm. game, the goal they conceded early, he had a bad touch on the ball, yeah. led to the first goal for mm. Bournemouth, and then Liverpool, the yeah. forwards came out yeah. again and they won the game 3-1. Yeah. So that's another game today, and it's it's just it's just yeah, something to know. It's not tr- I'm not, it's not, not, jump, I'm not trying to jump trend. on it. it. I think it's more than trying. I think it's the whole back four and the whole team mm. needs to be coached in a certain way. It's not just trying Alexander Arnold. Mm. Yeah. So 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 then of course Newcastle United. Yeah. Oh, I thought by the way, first half. Rob, remember talking at halftime mm. on our show. I thought they were composed, mature, no drama defensively, mm. no errors at that point in the game. They yeah. they save that for second half. And no yellow cards. Like mm. they, they, they dressed a, a really themselves. emotional game really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, what happened in the second half? What happened in the second half when they're one nil up? Yeah. Um, I know what I think it is, but I want to hear your yeah, take you, first yeah. of like, how can they lose that in they, terms of game management at that they, point? They, they gave possession away easily in, in quite dangerous positions. In areas where you, you would think, say, first thought, safety. I thought they, they, they turned the ball, the ball over. I thought the changes that came into the team didn't, at the times they came into the team, didn't necessarily push them on. Whereas, you know, I, I, one of the things I talked about uh, on the broadcast was Newcastle's strength, the, the depth now, when you can go to Wilson, when you can go to Barnes yeah. and Longstaff and all that. Mm. I thought, I didn't think that helped them. When Anthony Gordon left, left the pitch, a sport went, went out in, in Newcastle. I didn't think they defended particularly well for a team that was so good last season. Yeah, joint Thought best this, defensive yeah, team this, last year. The centre-backs were, were getting pulled around. Maybe that's because possession gets lost mm. and the turnover caused them problems. So I just felt, I, I just felt that, that their game management wasn't at the level that we'd seen first off or what we'd expected from Eddie Howe's team. And I'll, I'll go on from that point, and you're right, game management. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and be specific about it. I feel like Newcastle United are at their best. We know when they're at the best, mm. and our listeners probably do as well, when they're flat out. Mm. They're a heavy metal like, like yeah, Jürgen Klopp's yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. Their, their intensity is insane, the mm. fitness levels, etc. When they're up against it, St. James's Park and the team go crazy, and they yeah. can run all over you. Yeah. I thought this was like weird. 1-0, uh, this is kind of comfortable. Yeah. I thought the fans, it, it got not quiet and never quiet there, but, you know, like, well, this is kind of nice. This mm. looks kind of easy. Yeah. I've got to say, it wasn't so Liverpool's... Body language is like, roll the sleeves up, right, yeah, let's find we, a way. We, we, I thought they were kind of passive, like, and, and we were in the studio like, yeah. this is, this, what a shame. What a yeah, shame there's a man yeah, sending yeah, off. Yeah. And then from that situation, like, wow, look what happened. And I'll put it down to this. Newcastle United haven't got another way of playing or an, uh, haven't got an effective way of playing yeah. other than, let's go for it. And, and the past, we've seen Wilson come on and Harvey Barnes come on and they've, they drive forward and they score more mm. goals and they're ruthless. Um, so they didn't, they didn't do that. Yeah. If you're not going to do that then, against mm. a, with, uh, mm. a team of 10 men, then keep the ball. Mm. Keep the ball. Keep it popping around. And Liverpool are fed up. They're a man less. They can't get the ball. They get tired. And then maybe you create a chance or you see the game out 1-0. They did neither. Yeah. Neither of those, because of your point, they gave the ball away too yeah. easily. Yeah. And Liverpool were like, well, hang on. Oh, wow, okay. I've got, got the ball here. and well, Maybe I can find can Nunes I, and everybody can else. Can I count your point? Because I think it's a really good point in that that was possibly a, a criticism we used to, get, to give to Liverpool at times, where I, you know yeah. that they went. And, yeah. and my, I suppose the the out for Eddie Howe on this one would be maybe that takes time, Rob. 
Maybe to bed one system and style right. of play is one thing, that intense. Maybe the next year, 18 months, two years is, okay, when we're not intense, this is what we do. He's maybe not onto that manual yet. Remember last, the last uh, podcast, Rob, from match week two, I think it was? Yeah. Where, they played Man City, didn't they? Mem- yeah, remember, Man City I, I remember thinking, my, yeah. I remember writing down my notes, if Man City want to be, you have to compete with Man City, then, you got if Newcastle, yeah, sorry, yeah. then they've got to find a way to keep the ball yeah, and yeah. to be excellent in yeah, possession. They d- and they, they, they didn't do it against Man yeah. City, so they, they didn't have the mm. ball long enough. Yeah. And they couldn't have the ball long enough in this game to frustrate L- and Liverpool bury tent, Liverpool yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, mm. I, I, so it's an I mean, interesting point and maybe part of the development that's got to come with Eddie Howe and, and time. But I just think it, it's one of those, and th- th- this is the days I'm thinking like Tonali. Whenever we've heard from Eddie Howe and that, he said, Tonali's the one who can give us some composure. Certain games, he said, in Champions League and Premier League, when it starts getting hairy, he's the one who can compose us and yeah, play. He, did, he didn't, he, the game got away from him and them in that area. Guimaraes, him and, and Johan. Bruno Gimmich gave the ball away for they the second gave goal. It, yeah, they, they gave the ball away a lot. Yeah. In, in, in uh, Eddie Howe afterwards was like, you know, we let Liverpool, we're a dangerous tie side. I, I think inside is like, what did, what happened there? What did we do there? I, that, that's a blow for them, Rob, just in terms of going yeah, forward. It's, it's, how are they going to... It's not terminal. No, Listen, it, it's no, one it's of them. Terminal, it, 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 it's, a, it's two defeat, two back-to-back defeats. The nature of this defeat, because of they, yeah. Liverpool going out in 10 men for virtually an hour of, of the match, you're not seeing it out. That's what hurts. They've got to bounce back, Rob. Mm. They've just got to bounce back. They, they go away to Brighton. It's going to be a difficult place to play. Go and put a win against Brighton. Go and pl- show your intensity and do that against Brighton. Liverpool side. Two players I want to talk mm. to you about before we're going to end with a little chat about Mo Salah. Watero yeah. um, Endo. Got the start mm. today in yeah. this new, totally yeah. new, brand Absolutely. new Liverpool midfield, the holding mm. player. Um, I'm not saying that we can say anything too conclusive because no. when you get a man down, it's not easy. No. Any thoughts on him early or is it, is it way too early um, to, to kind of assess? I, 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 I don't have a ton of it. because I don't it, have a ton. I'll tell you what, I thought tactically, he knows where to find the spaces in between the lines when the centre-back gets it just to join the player. I saw him do that a few times, Rob. He gets very close to centre-backs. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very close he's, to, he's to, to Van Dijk. He's tight to him and wants to bounce it off. Yeah. You got to remember though, this guy Rob, he, he gets his first, he gets his first start with Liverpool last week when they're down to ten men. He gets his first Premier League's full start yeah. today, and they're down to ten men. <laughs> ain't been, ain't been pretty normal circumstances where we'll, we'll, we'll see. I know there seems to be a bit of a thing out there, like I don't know if he's going to be athletic yeah, enough and all yeah. that. Yeah. Let's give the guy five, six games, let him bed down, and let's see how that goes. Last player to talk about before we get the most Salah, Darwin Nunez. Welcome back. My friend, I don't know where you've been, but welcome back to the light side. Yeah, I, I, well, that's an impact. So, let, so let, let, let's just chuck this one out there. There seems to be, and again, I don't want to pick up on too much gossip and rumour, but there seems to be, and, and from everything that we've seen and the few things that Klopp said, is so there's been a little bit of some friction between Nunes and Klopp. We know the language barrier is a bit of a problem. He wants him to learn English. You know, when the team's... Needed someone if Salah's not playing or Salah's come off. He's not necessarily been the go-to guy. Almost like he's fell out of favour a little bit with Klopp. And I, I sense that can be Jurgen Klopp, like you're in with him or all of a sudden you're not. I just, I just wonder if the goals today and, and the spark that he showed almost might build a bridge between the two of them and we can go again. Because I said on air, Rob, and I still believe it, a fit, fired, focused 
Darwin Nunez can get 20 Premier League Definitely. goals in, totally in a agree. team like Liverpool. Totally agree. I, I, now, I don't know about the relationship, Rob. I don't, I don't get that sense between Klopp and Nunez. Mm. My, my thought is really, I think he's still trying to protect him. For some reason, I guess it's the club record signing yeah, probably is yeah. the reason, but th- th- there's a lot of expectation on Darwin Nunez and there's been situations before where he's got chances, mm. he flashes them wide or he, makes, he misses easy chances and it's like, if we, if we throw him in there now, is it a bit early for him to get on the wrong side of the fans? I, oh, I just don't know yeah, whether there's yeah. that bit side mm. of it. Now, now with this yeah. impetus... Yeah. Surely it's the time, yeah. isn't it, yeah, to say, yeah. you know what, you deserve a start. It's better than Gakpo in that position. I think it's better than, than Gakpo in the number nine position. Threat. And just give him a run. Yeah. Give him a run. Yeah. There's, there's, we know yeah. there's options up there. Jota mm. can play there as well. Um, so good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I've always well liked done. him. Yeah, me Because too. even though sometimes the finishing's not, not super clinical, mm. he's always there. Yeah. He always gets chances, Rob. Yeah, he does. So big news today. Well, big mm. news, but there's a lot of stories coming yeah. out of Saudi Pro League that they're making it. They're mm. very, very serious on Mo Salah, and the, the Mo Salah people are considering this yeah. and different reports and, and I don't yeah, know different things yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, again this is these, these, this, this comes as hard for us David Ornstein yeah. has, has gone pretty strong he, and say he doesn't think he doesn't think, think it's going to happen it's not right. going to happen it's not going to happen this right now yeah. maybe down the line who knows in a year or so's time or the year left on his contract it might be something both parties feel might be the right but the move. reports if people haven't, haven't heard them is that this could be his last, last game, game yeah. for Liverpool yeah. because they're going to push it after today's game yeah, again seven days yeah I mean we don't normally Rob we don't normally on our, on our show or no. on our podcast no Go with too Speculate many of these, these that aren't things, like yeah. the Athletic Named or that, Sky yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or the well, Telegraph. It was or strong Guardian. enough, wasn't it? It was in yeah, the Echo. Yeah, there's, there's it was quite in a, a bit. So we just thought we'd bring it in to mention it. And, and, and a big worry for Liverpool, Rob, is if... Well, what we need to find out is really, what do Liverpool think about it? What does Mo Salah think about it? Because yeah. if, if either of those parties wants to make this thing happen, it, it looks like it, it could. It could happen. Yeah, I, I would imagine it'd have to be a huge fee. Mm. A quite a bit over £100 million, pounds, yeah. I would think, to lose him right now. Yeah. Um, but maybe overriding that, if Mo Salah particularly wants this move, yeah, which is not, it wouldn't be on really, give, given the pushing of the contract, he got this huge big yeah. contract at the football club. And also there's no time to, to buy a replacement. No, if he wants to no. go out the door, the, the window's no. next Friday. I've I, I got to say, yeah. it, it, it would be sensational if, mm. if you know, be a wow I can't see it. I can't yeah. see it happening. Anything's going to happen real quick. If you and your grandma don't speak the same language, it can be hard to express your love for her. McDonald's can help. To celebrate the launch of the new Grandma McFlurry, McDonald's is inviting fans to visit sweetconnections.ai, where you can record a video message for grandma that's translated into her native language. The tech will clone your voice, reanimate your face, and translate your words so that you look like you're speaking another language. Check out sweetconnections.ai, then get a Grandma McFlurry at McDonald's. Available for a limited time at participating McDonald's. Select languages available. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Plenty going on in yeah, Newcastle game. game. Liverpool game. win 2-1. Mm. Um, there was plenty going on at the Amnitz, my friend. And there was plenty going on quite early from um, Fulham's point of view. Get themselves a goal up. Again, Oxnard not conceding early, which seems to be a thing for them. Um, they get themselves back in the game late on. A couple of substitutes come on and, and make a difference. And then they concede late from, from a corner kick and from mm. a 2-1 winning position. They end up with a 2-2 draw that doesn't feel like it's, it's a point gained. No, there's there's a few stories here that yeah. there's a few angles that's very out there, very obvious. The one thing before we get into those, Rob, is that I, I felt like with Arsenal going behind so early, yeah, that the, the normal Arsenal flow, rhythm, game plan mm. was totally, you know, oh blimey, like out the window, and and the desperation came in straight away. And I get it, and the yeah. fact you know, that, yeah. wow, we could we must go back, and then it changed from a calm, steady, yeah. patient build up and yeah. attacks to like everybody get forward habits yeah, in the box yeah, all the yeah, time yeah. you know we've got to try and get back in the game panicky and, yeah, yeah panicky no flow to it yeah. no rhythm to it um, and the, the sucker punch at the end when they don't pick up Palinho is yeah, crazy from, yeah. I mean Bakari was sack rob in terms of the mistake we just talked about it Trent yeah. we're never yeah. going to be too harsh on individual like no. errors talented players talented who, players that, have that generally numbers. got great yeah. technique yeah. and it was a bad ball he gets caught I think between playing the centre back playing the goalkeeper does neither yeah. well read Pereira he gets in and, and, good finish and got really good finish so let's get into the to the to what Arsenal fans are talking about a lot and that's the manager mm. and how he's changing things. Experimentation. I remember the first game of the season or mm. the first, the, you know, the, the opening here. I'm like, this is a lot different yeah. for Arsenal. This is yeah. a lot different defensively. So, Thomas Partey playing at right back going into midfield. Kivior this time. We had Tommy Asu yeah. before that at left, left back. back. Now, Zinchenko yeah. hasn't been fit at the start. No, he he's okay in. now. Um, ben White is a centre back alongside Saliba. Okay, let's, let's zoom it forward. Should he go back to last year's back four from next you, game? You would think so, based on... It hasn't been that secure, sound. Um, I haven't seen anything that's made me think, wow, this, 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 this is going to hurt people. You had, you had a pretty solid base. You had Ben White, who was excellent at playing, you know, great relationship with Saka. Saka. Inside you, runs, you got outside Salah runs. And Gabriel, who, you know, was sort of a great partnership till, till the injury came. There was no problem till Saliba left, left, really. Then Gabriel's game went off a little bit because I think he was trying to babysit the likes of Holding and those coming in. Mm. And Zinchenko on the other side. Zinchenko's so, a miss. Zinchenko's been a miss. Yeah, he's back, he looks like he's back fit and, and, and close to it now. So, could you, could you say that Arteta's got a bit busy with the team? Overcomplicated uh, it. I mean, the Partey makes sense. He's a yeah, midfield player yeah, that can go from can right go back to go and do that job. Pushes yeah. on Declan Rice. Yeah. I just think that Bakayo Saka really enjoyed playing with Ben yeah, White. Yeah, it was a relationship one. And there. I love and, Ben White yeah, as a player, I so I yeah. like him as a centre-back, but, but maybe... His ability is at right back, back. and what he can do important. and what he, what he can offer. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I just don't don't. It was almost like this part's not broken. Why are we trying to fix it? Yeah, so what he did, what he has done. So I, I would expect Zinchenko is so important to come back in, mm. and and Gabriel that's yeah. been out of favour. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what that one's all about. Does Gabriel come back in? Is he happy with party? Does he keep White and Saliba? Is he is he yeah. is he back to? I think he's got to go back to what it was, and 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 we're going to get into an area now, Rob, where. Is Mikel Arteta one of those that's a bit stubborn? And like, I know best. Mm. And this will work. And yeah, I do like Thomas yeah. Partey at right back coming to midfield. And we can figure well, it out. It's on his head, isn't it? These well, it things, is. you know, it's a big call. And these big calls have to kind of work now. One, because he's been backed with money. And two, just they've got to close the gap. 
Talking of big calls mm. that cost money. Yeah. Mr. Havertz. Yes. Hello, where Kai, are we? Where on earth art thou? <laughs> now, um, I think at the start, yeah, you were I'm, I more was positive about more the positive, signing. Yeah. And I basically said yeah. I wouldn't have done it yeah. for that money. Okay. But, but understood, like, wow, yeah. if you can make yeah. this work, yeah. fair play to you. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, right now, it, he's, he's doing nothing. Okay. I tell you what, I feel like sorry, mate. No, I feel like Kai Habits in this particular game, yeah. and in maybe in the last one as well. Yeah, he's in the box a lot, which is yeah. good. Yeah. But if he doesn't get on the end of a few of these, if he doesn't assist and, and look like scoring, yeah. there's no build-up play from him in the midfield mm. so much. Only very simple bits of build-up. Uh, he's not a defensively minded guy like Granit Xhaka in the same position that will come back and help out Lexa Declan Rice. Yeah. So he's got to be getting goals for me. You know, even if it's not many touches, goals. Yeah. At the moment, we've had neither. Make a case that Mikel Arteta is right to play him in the next game. Okay. Um, you don't have to make a case, by no, the way, no, if you don't think no, you should. No, no, I, I, I will make, I'll, I'll make a case, and I'll, I'll try and give my perspective. Three weeks of a season, I'm not going to judge a player or going into a new football club. Three weeks going into a season of a new football club that's playing different with different personnel worries me even more. I think putting Kai Habits in the system when Arsenal are playing the groove football, a bit like I think you talked about Mason Mount, when Arsenal's football is better, you'll see, you'll see yeah. better from Kai totally. Habits. Yeah. Arsenal's football at the moment is bitty. And yeah, it doesn't not, quite look, it's not flowing. So he's not flowing. He's, he's, making, he's getting too far ahead of the ball. He's blocking yeah. paths wrong yeah. at the yeah. moment. And that's because, you know what he's doing? He's almost like, well, it's not really working back there. Let me get up front and get yeah, a goal. Yeah, I want to do something. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, what I, that's where I think. I think if he's, if, if he's given a little bit of time and the, the, the rhythm and the structure comes back, I can still see Kai Havertz being a really important player for Arsenal. Uh, yeah, fair, fair enough. And, and we'll and you, see. And you, would we'll stick, see. you would stick. I would stick with him for now. Yeah, I'd stick with him for now. I think there's other parts of the team that are not performing as well. I'm not saying he's helping. Um, but I just think there's other parts. Is it get, let me let me get the rhythm back into my team, and then let me have a look at him. Let me judge him when when we when our football's better. Let, let me just add this, you know, in terms of midfield, Rob. And, yeah. and I'm thinking about who else could play in there. And I, I look at Fabio Vieira came into yeah, the game, looked pretty well, bright. Yeah. I still think about artists and soldiers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Granite Xhaka yeah. at times was a very important part. Because he's a he's a soldier, yeah, a yeah, player yeah. to get back and help out. Mm. Arsenal had a brilliant defence for for yeah, massive yeah. majority. Mm. Fell away a little bit towards the end. I, given Habits is is limited attacking uh, impact. Pro, yeah, produce. Yeah. Um, I worry that Declan Rice needs a bit of help in there. And I know, listen, I I need more time to think about what the answer yeah, could be. Yeah. But I'm thinking if Vieira comes in there. Jorginho is not... Maybe Jorginho, Maybe there's a basic position for Jorginho to come and hold. I don't know. I'm just questioning the balance. Yeah. And uh, others have done I, I that in Man United. You know, I, too many... Yeah, the number yeah. eights, they love to get forward. Right. It's all good. I hear but at you. times you need defensive help. I just, so I just need to see... Liver, I need to see Arsenal a better... Functioning connected Arsenal. Functioning before Arsenal before I say, okay. Ah, okay, yeah, it's not working. Okay. Uh, give, let me give him another three or four games. Okay. And finally, just the centre forward. It wasn't Trossard's best no, outing. No, no. Um, looks like Gabriel Jesus is okay again yeah. now. What sort of boost does that give them? It's a massive boost, mate, because he can play anywhere across the line. So sometimes he'll swap with Martinelli. He closes down really yeah. well. He's hungry. It looks like he wants to get playing again. So mm-hmm. big boost for him. You know, I'm expecting big things. And they are home to Manchester United, mate, next weekend, Sunday game. So it's going to be a massive game for both those teams who, you know, they're both, 
you know, also haven't started the season badly. United same, but they're not really playing that well either of them at the moment. Just a quick line before we move on, Rob. Just just Fulham real quick. Yeah. I mean, Mitrovic yeah. going to Saudi Pro yeah. League is is a is a hammer blow. Mm. I gotta say, Raúl Jiménez, uh, Mexican forward, very talented player. I don't know. I mean, that, that's who they're going to rely on. I mean, yeah. Vinicius that will come into the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought they, they, you know, they, they show it's a good result. Spirited, for them. They were spirited, good result Rob, because you know it, it's been it's been a horrible pre-season mm. for mm. them. Mm. Um, you know, one minute the manager was going, Mitrovic going, Mitrovic eventually out the door. Mm. They're trying to bring play, players that late and, and mm. two things. Marco Silva said to us in the summer, he said, we're not where we, we need to be at pre-season, but you, know, you have to kick off and you have to get ready. There's one player that I love to bits, by the way, mm. and he's not going to be my underappreciated this this um, this weekend because I think he's really appreciated at the club. João Palinha, yeah. Yeah. the midfield player that can do a bit of everything, got the all-important set-piece volley from the from the yeah, corner the there, got yeah. in between Arsenal defenders. I just lo- I, I love his attitude. Mm. I mean, he... He's so many times as we defending, blocking, intercepting, playing like another centre back at times, which yeah, is that yeah. position is really what you should be doing at, at certain moments. I think that they will be sweating until September the first because yeah. there's, there's talk about West Ham coming. West Ham were weren't they? With, they wanted him as a Declan Rice replacement, but um, and he's in that position that yeah. teams need. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's an important player. So I don't know. I, I, size, I think player. he's in a, he's in the peak of his career right now, yeah. and I thought he looked really good. Yeah, after a shoulder injury in pre-season. Okay, let's take it to Old Trafford, my friend, because mm. uh, this ended up Manchester United three, Nottingham Forest two. If we go to the fourth minute of the game, Nottingham Forest were two 0 up. Tyrell Awani with uh, a breakaway goal from a United corner, um, first Forest player to score in seven consecutive Premier League games. Awani's been an absolute diamond for you know coming into the league and and. and People not quite sure what he could do, but he's, he's delivered the goal. So they were 1-0 up after two minutes, Rob. After four minutes, they're 2-0 up. The ball hits Willie Bolly in the face. He doesn't know much about it. Goes <laughs> in the back of net. They're 2-0 yeah. up. Yeah. And you're thinking, wow, it, it, it's on United. And it was the United team with Marcus Rashford back on the left. Oh, yeah, Martial. Anthony Martial, Anthony Martial back up front. Eriksen, mm. Casemiro and Bruno in midfield. Mm. Antonio So. Decent footballing team, the kind of team that you, you, mm. you would say. So, a terrible start. Mm. And then, in fairness to Rashford, he, he jinks on the outside, gets a good ball in. Ericsson gets a, a finish. And at 2-1, they start to get back into the game and, and, and start to get a bit of the composure back, to be honest, Rob, because they were definitely shaken by, by the first two goals from Forrest. I mean, another one, I mean, at the big clubs this weekend, I mean, talk about some crazy yeah. stuff going on. It's, it's I mean, this is, on, this is in the 10 o'clock window, Eastern time, wasn't it? And yeah. the, we saw the Arsenal go behind... Man United 2-0 behind up. What is going on? We've just seen Man, Man City game, yeah. Liverpool game. Um, yeah, it, it, again, it was hard to keep a close yeah, eye on this. Close. All I know yeah. is that this is, this is this, this kind of results are, are very, I don't know, we all know that they're going to give the, the, the squad a boost. Yeah. Um, I particularly like Ericsson, you know, mm. scoring. I like him playing alongside yeah. uh, Casemiro, Casemiro because of his passing. There's yeah. been many yeah. times where this team is not playing well, yeah. and he puts in Ericsson. So, so on that point, Rob, and, and, and uh, is, Mouse, is Mason Mount a bit of a luxury? Well, well to, back to your point about Habert. Let, let's just call the Jets on him. No, but but what I'm saying is okay. It's I, the same kind of idea, by the way, as Arsenal. He's a number eight. And yeah, you're but, but what I'm saying Bruno is, and you're what, play with yeah, Mason Mount. what I'm saying is, yeah, you're going to play Mason Mount and you're going to play Bruno. You've got Ericsson there who. Doesn't do, who doesn't no. feature basically in that like V if you like. Well, you just field. saying how important he is and how Casemiro looks like well, a nice player and, and how he often is. I know because I love Ericsson. Yeah, the integral part of the build-up. So you're almost saying I'll take that out and then I'm losing something. Yeah, you are losing and, something. And, and, and I'm getting made to mount 
in the top end when yeah. things are good. Because Mason Mount can't do what Ericsson does as a number six to yeah. play alongside yeah, Casemiro. To, just, to, he, to build it up. And he's good and he knits stuff together. Mm. He's busy and he's... And it, but it's not Ericsson. Ericsson's yeah. vision and awareness to play. So that's a difficult one. Yeah. But, but back to your analogy of Arsenal... Should we wait until Man United are yeah, playing, playing in the fashion they, but, and keeping possession so then Mason Mount can get involved? But just Mason, for Mason Mount to get... So can Mason Mount and Ericsson play in the same team? Is, is my question then. Is, is the well, question. then... Because that's that, when he, he's going to get bored. You'd have to move Bruno to, to one to an side. Outside. To maybe right for Anthony, have Rashford left and Martial and then... Yeah, yeah, but I don't think Bruno likes playing out there, but that's no, the way that you yeah, do it, isn't maybe it? So you narrow play Bruno right, out there, yeah. you play Mason Mountain as a 10, yeah. and you play Ericsson Ericsson, alongside Casemiro. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Like I just think that. That, that, you know, when Mason goes in, it's not, he's not at his best doing what Ericsson can do next to Casemiro. No, no. He's and definitely a, he's an attacking guy. Yeah. And then when he, if you don't play, if you don't play Ericsson, then Mason doesn't really get in the game as much. No, no it's an interesting. Yeah, yeah and, and again, mm. this is the first few weeks. Yeah, and, of course. We, you know, things take Man United have been way below their par. Yeah, if they're, if they're par, I mean, they've just been way below. It. So mm. once they get towards their par and yeah. their, their normal kind of performance, then maybe we can make some more conclusions about midfield. Yeah. But another game, mm. Casemiro, yeah. another chance for him to find his, his proper, yeah, proper Premier level. League fitness yeah, level. Which is, which is, which um, is and the end of the day, there. and by the way, this weekend's a weekend for like, flipping out, let's just get the win. win yeah, all crazy going on. Yeah. They did it. Yeah, they did it at Manchester United. With the, with the so they sit, you know, they don't sit in a bad spot in the league table right now. I'm sure yeah. they want to have more points than six after three games, but they're still sat in Talk six about spot. that game at Arsenal next week. It's going to be interesting, isn't it, for both of those two? I know. But fair play. Fair play. Yeah, from 2 We weren't surprised, by the way. Old Trafford, that's happened a lot of times before. Them. Right, okay, my friend, we, we're going to move on to uh, to Sunday games to um, Sheffield United, Bramall Lane, uh, home to Manchester City. Uh, Sheffield United t- team under uh, Paul Hagenbottom, who said, I think physicality was going to be the, the, the kind of buzzword for them in mm. terms of, listen, they, they're better than us, they have more technical ability than us, we're going to be well set up, we're going to be deep, and we're going to be physical. And mm. they were, mm. and they made it difficult for, for City for, for long periods. They did, and, and I think three central defenders that yeah. were absolutely ready to be physical and aggressive with uh, Big Earl and Haaland. Yeah. Um, they roughed him up plenty of times, yeah. and yeah. We, we did a couple of analysis mm. where, like, this is kind of close to a penalty, by yeah. the way. You know, right and they the got a, yeah. right on the edge. And yeah. that's what, if you're poor Heckenbottom, that's what you want. Yeah. Guys, play yeah. on the edge with him. Mm. Be smart, don't yeah. give anything yeah. away, but you've got to get really tight. There was many occasions. And then, there were, we, of course, the camera goes on in his face, Haaland, and... and I tell you what, Rob, he's got a, he's got a good mentality. Yeah, he has, yeah. And he's got a good mentality. I wondered, Rob, at half-time, I thought, it looks a bit like they're getting to him. I'm going to see what he's he like. Miss, he misses off. the penalty. He misses the penalty that, that's big and the fans are starting and maybe wanting to chirping in his ear. And I, I'm thinking, a little test for him because he's, he's still a young, a young man, Rob, in, in many respects. Yeah, and you'd he, he said holds, in yeah. the game, he's going to score. Yeah. And right. I tended to agree, yeah, like, yeah. But, but, but because... If that's a, let me just do a comparison, right? A real quick one. If that's a Richarlison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know you were going to say it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, or Luis I, Suarez or, oh, certain, or Diego Costa. Right. Or there's a certain type right. of centre forward. Absolutely right. And uh, you looked at his face, because we've got plenty of looks at his face, yeah. and his eyes were like, wow, this is, this is, this is really yeah. happening yeah. to me. Okay. Yeah. And his focus is still mm. there, Rob. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that emotional control. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the best way. Yeah. And like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna fight you yeah, or get frustrated or get sent yeah, off yeah. or, 
I'm going to keep doing my thing and he takes his header beautifully fair play to Jack Grealish yeah. on the first Great goal bit skill, good bit yeah. of skill because he frustrated me in the game Grealish yeah, yeah, which he, he does at times yeah. where he gets the ball and he comes back so many times instead yeah. of backing himself mm. to go down the line and cross it Dinky. or pull yeah. it back or whatever yeah. and he did it brilliantly mm. brilliant little dink ball for Haaland to score uh, that was the first goal wasn't it after 63 yeah. minutes to, to get them back or to get them 1-0 up yeah and then Bogle scores. And then, yeah, Sheffield and I come back in the game, make a couple of substitutes. Uh, Bernie comes on, Bogle comes on, all of a sudden they keep, they're having a go. Yeah. He smashes one in that was... Had all, all stuff going on. So, Walker decides <laughs> oh, to do... Decides... Walker decides to do a back heel in his box, which, by the way, if Pep's at the game, he never does. He never <laughs> does that. If Pep's, if Pep's at the game, by the way, or, he, or he's off the pitch. <laughs> He then ends up ending off the pitch. Rob. And he was annoyed with himself. He sat there like, oh no, what's happened? Which means because he's in that position, no Sheffield United forward can be deemed no, offside, offside because he's, it's now a player he's deemed and a goal as being on the goal being line. On the goal when line. he's off the field. And yeah. he's off the field. So when the shot comes in and McBurney's close and, and probably impedes Edison in an offside position, the flag doesn't go up because Walker's yeah. there. And Walker's reaction after his goals, wasn't it kicking the hoardings and mad with himself? Yeah. But also, Sheffield United back in the game, at home yeah. at Bramall Lane, we're talking a whole different thing. And, and with a game, that the general pattern of it lo looked as one-sided as yeah. I've seen yeah. for a long yeah, time. Yeah, the, 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 the quality levels. Yeah, the quality levels. Now, we've seen bigger scorelines, mm. obviously. Yeah. But just in general, like, how are we, Sheffield yeah. United going to even they get... They didn't even have a shot, did they? They didn't even get in the attacking final third. They did... Hardly anything. So the, the fact that they got back into yeah, it was pretty yeah. amazing. And then fair play to Kyle Walker. Yeah. Does a good job on that far side. He does a great job win the, the ball, ball back. Yeah. And then he, he crosses it in. Bodum takes a little bit of a bad touch. And he, there's our guy. There's Superman, by the way. <laughs> yeah. There's Superman. He's Superman. Yeah, he is. Rodri. Different Big class. moment. You need something. Big left boot. Bang. Goal. Win. Talking point. Kevin De Bruyne is out for four or five months. I knew we were going to go. Well, we've got to go there. Yeah, because I was going to ask. The last, yeah. the last weekend yeah. was against Newcastle, wasn't it? Phil yeah. Foden was unplayable. Yeah. And the connections, multiple, like four or five, yeah. slide into Harland, who, who should have done a bit better with some of them. Absolutely. Under, make me understand why he's not like... So Jack Grealish is like a permanent fixture on the left-hand side. Phil Foden seems yeah. to have to fight for time. Now, listen, yeah. I apologise if there's something... Yeah, we don't know if he's got or a little or niggle or something, or something okay, yeah. that kept him. Yeah. But he's got to be, in, particularly yeah. in the absence yeah. of Kevin yeah. De Bruyne, is he, Robbie Earl, a, a guaranteed, guaranteed starter when guaranteed, in this situation? Guaranteed starter. Um, I suppose the, the answer would be no. If I had your question, no. Let me tell you why today. Let me tell you why today. I think. Let's say he isn't injured and there's nothing more than it's a. It's a Tactical decision. Okay. Let me say it's more than tactical decision. Go on to persuade me. They're playing Sheffield United. They're going to sit deep. They're going to be physical, like they are with Holland on, on, on Foden. I know you're shaking your head. Yeah, you ask uh, me, I'm, I'm giving out, I'm going. I'm staying quiet. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he's... I'm just not... I, I can't afford him to take a knock. I can't afford <laughs> him to get... I can't afford him to get injured in that game because I would... I'll lose... I'm, bear with me, right, Robbie Muster. Right, bear yeah. with me. I'm trying to give you... I'd, I would play, and if he would play, but I'm trying oh, to think okay. why, why, he didn't. why he didn't. And um, I can bring him on with 30 minutes to go where he can open up the game and, and win it for us, and next week it, we're playing and, and he'll be fine. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. Yeah. It's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I can't, I can't get my head around a, 
it's a physical game. We don't need Phil Foden. The Premier League now is, is it, it, I mean, it's physical with those big defenders and the yeah, big players. Yeah, but his ability to get in between. Yeah. I mean, Newcastle oh, United are yeah. the most physical. But it was a team. different game though today. There wasn't the whole. There wasn't. I mean, Sheffield no, United could. Sheffield yeah, United could have put them in a, Yeah, it was tight. You could throw it was a blanket thirty yards yeah. between between the lines. Yeah. So I think that, the other thing I'd say, Rob, and, and, and to your point, and you make a good point on on, on air. No De Bruyne and no Foden lack creativity. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well done. And I totally agree. Where I don't disagree is that Man City can win games in, in so many different ways. And today wasn't a creativity day. It wasn't a passing day. They weren't great at all the normal things. I mean, they had the ball, basically, because Sheffield and I couldn't keep a gun. But they got a big other grit, Rob. And, fi- and you know, Rod- Rodri gets they in. Find ways. Diaz. They find Diaz ways. chucks himself in front of a ball, mate, and gets it smacked in his chest and, and yeah. roars. And yeah. they can find other... Yeah, That's okay. why they're great champions. I know. I know. You know, today wasn't their football. Today wasn't a Foden day or a De Bruyne day because one wasn't playing and one's injured. But they still won 2-1 away, which Arsenal right now would have drawn that game. Yeah. Would you say, though, that, that they can't... That winning that other way, which yeah. they... I agree. yeah. yeah. That week after week after week, that becomes harder? Or, or do you still believe that whatever the week it is, they'll find a way? Yeah, whether yeah, it's Greenwich, whether it's flipping yeah. Bernie Silver does something crazy. Or, I just or see him sitting top know, of the table, know, right? Three, three wins in three, when everybody else has got, you know, the sevens and the sixes and the fives have, have had their off day and didn't get full points. Mm. These, pe- these can have their off day. And by the way, if you want to come and play with us and open the game up, then we'll, then mm. we'll see another Man City. Mm. No, I think... When you win the treble, right, yeah, you've got to have yeah. goal scorer, yeah. creativity, yeah. Yeah. spirit, character, Correct. bounce back ability, mm. durability, physicality. They're a giant team. Tick, tick, we saw tick, them at Burnley, tick, mate. Tick, tick. I walked alongside the pitch yeah. and I saw Nathan Ake, who, who looks from, from our yeah. normal yeah, on, like on the TV. Average yeah, guy. Giant, like yeah. broad, yeah. you know, let alone Rodri. Yeah. I mean, Rodri's like, yeah. what is he, 6'4 or something? Built like a looks I like mean, an NFL player, doesn't he? Yeah, it's the physicality in that team as well. Yeah, and, yeah. and Stephen Warnock mentioned it to mentioned be fair on the point, things. Yeah. Like, down the centre of the pitch, you've got Haaland, you've got Rodri, you've got Diaz. Vardial, the uh, new kid who's, who's okay, a beast Vardial, as well. You've got Walker, who's a, who's a beast out yeah. there. You've got goalkeeper who comes and... Yeah, and they, they found mentality. another way. Yeah, uh, and good. there was no Pep today. And, you know, people were looking at maybe, ah, oh, no Pep on the mm. side. It wasn't a perfect day by any means, but... Mm. It's a massive three points for City. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. Um, let's go to... South Coast. South Coast Vitality. 
Bournemouth nil, Tottenham two. Ange ball, my friend. Oh, away you go. And just well, for, for any of our viewers, just yeah. be, and listeners before we go, we, we did a breakdown of, please, of, of Ange ball on, on the tactics uh, yeah. show. Have a real look at it. We, we spent a little bit of time. It's a great insight into what we can look forward to over the course of the season. A new manager has come in and totally changed the outlook and the culture of the football club. Yeah, that's on NBC Sports' YouTube channel, yeah, yeah. where some of you might be watching this with this, the Two Robbies podcast, but there's a tactics show on there that we, yeah. we kind of throw together at the end of the day down, and, yeah. and trying to think about something real quick that we've seen over the weekend, and it was kind of Tottenham, because I can't wait to explain how it's different to everybody. Yeah. Um, and the first weekend, Rob, we saw it, and we saw it again in this game. And it, bought, it, 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 was, it was the reason why that's where the, the goals game. came yeah, from. Tottenham Oxford, the last... For as long as Harry Kane's been playing, have been so reliant on one person. Yeah. This name's yeah. Harry Kane, and he's brilliant enough mm-hmm. to be able to do it. This Tottenham is different. Mm-hmm. Richarlison is having, a, is having a struggle, but the team still scores goals. Yeah. There's going to be goals from different areas, from different players you wouldn't expect. The, the fullbacks were involved today, central midfield players, that with the insurance of fullbacks that are playing like central midfield players, yeah. that they can get forward and make things happen. With with the with that with the liberation, yeah. like, go and do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Because we're yeah. set up. We've got two centre backs, two full backs. It, it's it's very different, and it's been very effective. The fans are totally bought in, absolutely, absolutely. bought in. They yeah. love. They We've love. We've got the our style. Tottenham back. We've got our Tottenham back. The, They've got the a special song already for yeah, for Ange, Ange himself. Yeah. Um, and he's so graceful, so humble, and he's like, you know, I haven't done any. We've only just started. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's super humble, and I love that about him. But the football tactically is, is it, just, it just means that the players can go and express themselves yeah. with the knowledge that the manager's okay with this. Mm. If, I'm, if I'm Udogi and I'm the yeah. fullback, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna mm. to make a run like a, like a striker into yeah. the channel yeah. in, in behind. As long as I'm at the ball there, I've got to the security. I'm not, I'm not going to get dragged off like Mourinho or Conte. It'd drag you off if, if you got in yeah. those positions. And, and isn't it funny, Rob? Because I was just thinking about this actually when we did the tactics show, and there was a great shot of. Uh, Postacoglu after the game with these players and with the fans and, and all that. And I was thinking, I don't know at the time, was he fifth or sixth choice? Was it, you know, people who didn't want the job were distancing from, from the job and it was a bit like, oh, we've got the guy from Celtic. What's this going to be like? I, I think people thought he's going to be another um, Espirito Santo, one of those who's just come in, a bit of a, bit of a holder for 12 months yeah. and then we'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah. God, it doesn't look very different. M- maybe that... Again, listen, mate. We're, we're, getting, we're not. Maybe we are getting carried away after three games. Yeah, but, but at well, least Daniel Levy now. May, maybe he's picked a winner. Maybe he's picked a decent guy. And listen, come March, April, I don't know whether they're going to be in the mix for the top four. If they keep playing like this and they don't get too many injuries, you know, maybe they pick up another player. The maybe in January they get yeah, somebody. The they got some money. I tell you what, what, what the difference is between the times you're talking about and now. The fans will be with them. Because it's been done in the way that they want to be yeah. done. It's the kind of football that they want to see. So and they'll give that a little bit more patience. When the bad results yeah. happen. They'll, they'll have will. a little bit more. Yeah, of course they can have a, a, mm. a bad one. They'll, they'll go two or three where they don't win, you know, two mm. defeats in a draw. But mm. I think they'll be with them because it, 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 it's doing it what Tottenham want, the Tottenham mm. way of playing football. And they got football. the ball in. Nice to have the ball. Oh, have the ball all the time. Um, it must be an absolute dream. I love dream. it. I know. Instead of chasing, the, chasing you know... I mean, Bournemouth are trying to do it their way under Ariola, of course, the new coach that they've got. They're still finding their feet, Rob. They're still finding their feet. Bournemouth, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me chuck one player at you, mate. Because yep. I, I, I kind of think sometimes, like, we put ourselves in, in the position of, of people today. If you were Eric Dyer, my friend, mm-hmm. what are you thinking about your career? Um, like, I, I'd, love to be, I'd love to be part of that, I think. I'd be watching going, I can do that. 
I could play in midfield or I could play at centre-back. No, he's, but he hasn't got the, the speed. He hasn't got the creativity to play the ball as Ange wants in midfield. Yeah. Those two players, yeah. it's a new midfield. Yeah. No, 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 so, yeah. Well, saying nothing's going to change that. Bentancourt. Rodrigo yeah. Bantancourt yeah, is a player. But yeah, he can do he, both He, he can totally yeah. fit in there with yeah. those two. But Eric Dyer, no. Mm. And Eric Dyer, with it being high, and we've talked about it, the two centre-backs yeah. are on their own yeah, when they're attacking. One one so any counter-attack, yeah. you've got to be quick. Yeah. And, and Van der Ven's quick. Mm. Um, Super quick, yeah. Along with uh, Romero, yeah, who's a beast of a defender. Up, yeah. So he picked it pretty early. He picked it pretty early. The Dyer's not part. Really, I've got to look away. Yeah, totally. 100%. There's no, There's nothing... That's going to say that he's going to be getting this team and stay in it. Yeah. I mean, it might come in for the odd game or whatever. The odd League game. Cup it's a bit or... like Maguire at United. Yeah. When yeah. a new manager comes in mm. and wants his way, and Eric Tenag's the same thing, where he's throwing people forward yeah. and there's going to be space in behind. Mm. You've got to have a quick defender, and and Dyer's not. He's a brilliant career, and he's a he's a he's a wonderfully composed footballer, yeah. but he's not a great defender, particularly the way that Ange plays. Just quickly, uh, the other last one is Madison, by the way. I thought yeah, well, he settled really well, hasn't he? Yeah. Looks, yeah, looks, some of those looks, through balls and stuff oh, like. He's, looks he's, like he's enjoying it. I always think, I always, you know, top six players. People don't understand sometimes what that top six is about. And, and you know, back in our career days, you know, these rumours that somebody's looking at you in this team and that team. When you play those top six teams with the real top six players, there's a level above that they do quicker, sharper, left foot, right foot, yeah. see things, yeah. all that. Madison can, can step into that. Yeah. I wasn't good enough to step no, well, into nor was that. I. Nor but was Madison, who was at a lesser city where he was probably similar, you know, in a level where we think, yeah, we, we can survive here. He's jumped up and looks mm. a better player. Yeah, there, there isn't many players, even the Premier League, that can do the things that he does. Mm. And even though he makes it look easy, it's just not. Yeah. It's yeah. just not easy. And I'm like you, I played with players that could do that. Mm. And I played against many players that could do that. Yeah. Um, and you notice and you appreciate that quality at the yeah. time. And now in our positions, Rob, yeah, we yeah. can try and enlighten people a little yeah, bit. To that's step that's difficult yeah, yeah. To, to slide those mm. balls through, to pick the right decision, yeah. to, to wiggle away from defending players. I mean, he's, he's a special talent. And um, I said to my son, well, I tell you, my son's buddy, they do this, the draft-based fantasy. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, one of you guys, get, get Madison early. Because yeah. I think he's going to have a, a really good time in this style, mm. in a position that he's got total luxury they have the ball all the time, Rob. Yeah. I mean, he's perfect yeah, he for him. It. Yeah. He's perfect Absolutely for him. Absolutely loves it. Good. Tottenham are a good story right now. Absolutely. Really Let's good. take it to the first game of uh, the weekend. It was mm. Friday at Stamford Bridge. It was Chelsea ho- hosting Little Luton. But we're going to stop calling him Little Luton because it sounds a bit demeaning on him. So Luton Town yep. went to uh, Stamford Bridge. Um, unfortunately, they ran into an informed Raheem Sterling. A great right side of the pitch in Gusto and Sterling mm. combining. Mm. And Nicholas Jackson getting his first Premier League goal, mm. which I think Chelsea fans will feel will be first of many. Yes, I think, I think Nicholas Jackson has the potential to get lots of goals given the way that he plays. Mm-hmm. And he's, a, he's an on-the-shoulder guy. Yeah. So he's not a back-to-guard. He's not a link-up guy. And, and we looked at him first half, Rob. Yeah. And the story's a good one for him after this game, but the story wasn't a good one in the first no, half. No, his link-up play, his link up play was great. bad. He no. gave the ball away a lot. His first touch wasn't good. But I do like a striker yeah. that, that wants to run there behind. all the time, yeah. running behind. And he did. And he got his goal late on. It's a good ball uh, in from the right side from Raheem Sterling, Rob. Um, you know, we've got the new-look midfield now with Caicedo started the game with Enzo and Conor Gallagher. And ah, there you go. Look, just, you, know, you know when we, we consider underappreciated, right? Yeah. Too late now. I'm not going to pick Conor Gallagher, but it, it, it's ex- 
that's kind of what I feel about him at the mm. moment, Rob. I don't know whether you agree with me. Conor Gallagher's the one that's always going to get yeah. pushed. Yeah. You know, Lavi's going to come into the yeah. side and you've yeah, got Enzo be, and all these expensive midfield He's going to be a filling guy, isn't he? He's not going to be a... He is, but he's been doing so he's well. He's going to be a filling guy so for Chelsea well. or he could be a star for somebody yeah, else. Yeah, he could. And that's the decision he and Chelsea might have to make. Let me, let me chuck this at you. If Conor Gallagher starts scoring goals, he, he could have scored. He stays at Chelsea. Could he be a star at Chelsea? He stays at Chelsea. Yeah, I know he stays at Chelsea. Yeah. But, but he I could feel be a star like him, at Chelsea because they to... haven't got another midfield no, player who's going to get like regular that. goals. If he, so can get me, if he can get me eight goals a season from, from midfield He's be part and do midfield. all that with the energy and that, you're playing their team. I know. You're so playing their team. He had a chance for a side yeah, foot. I he didn't take I want, it. I want him to get goals. I want him to get goals because I think it makes it interesting. Yeah. I don't want to see Lavia and Enzo and Caicedo yeah. in the same midfield. Yeah, yeah. You want something a little different. I mean, the Terry Venables. Kid who's coming to the academy, Annie. They're all different attributes you want in a three-man midfield. You want different parts and they're a little bit... Well, I think the good thing for Gallagher is he's still there. They could have got him out. People were looking for him. Potts must like him. There's something that Potts likes and he's dynamic, Rob. I remember seeing him in training. I saw the... Chelsea at, at, uh, in, in LA when they were there training pre-season. He's dynamic. When he runs forward, he runs past two or three people Good with physicality. real pace, yeah. real power. The star of the show was Raheem Sterling. Yes, my friend. Uh, he was nearly my underappreciated performer of the week, by the way. But I do <laughs> think he's, I know that you've had a million <laughs> underappreciated. Yeah. But it, uh, he's one I think at times underappreciated. Um, in a team that's young, inexperienced forwards, in a, in a real transitional period of, 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 of a football club, a new manager, a new way of playing. I thought his interview after that we, mm, we saw for, with the fans from Sky was really interesting, really mature of a 28-year-old who's decided the next five, six years of my career, I'm dedicating to football. Yeah, I want to produce. Other things outside the game, my commercial stuff and that, can take a, a back seat for now. Mm, mm. When he was in, we, we, I went into a press interview that he did during the summer, one of the uh, Premier League uh, pre-season games. He talked about his nutrition. He'd been to somebody, he went on a special diet. He said, I was just carrying a pound or two too many and it wasn't making me feel sharp. So he's looked at that. He's looked at, you know, his off-field work. He's looked at making sure he's right. Apparently he went in to see the manager and talk about how he can be right. more dangerous. How can I position myself? He didn't like his positioning. His back was always to goal and he felt he was deep. joining in and yeah. deep. Now he wants to go at goal. And Potts has basically said to him, get turned, get wide, get turned and run at people. I mean, it's incredible. And, he, and, and I just wonder if Poch is that manager who's a little softer than, the, than you know, some of the guys he's had in the past, a little bit more mm. arm round mm. him, cajoling mm. him. And mm. I, I just thought he, he was excellent. He was a great example of, and, and of what Chelsea are going to need if they're going to be successful. I don't want to repeat what you said, Rob, but, but I, I, I think it's so important that, that Sterling, in, in the interview, accepted... I think he said, Rob, yeah. I've been a bit blurred. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've been yeah. a bit blurred hasn't last been year, the, disappointed. Hasn't been the focus. As if he wasn't, he, want, he said he wants to focus on 24-7 yeah. again football yeah. and my career. And when you see him running with the ball right now, oh, oh, yeah. oh he's different. Like, this scary, is different. It's scary, it's isn't it? Again? He's gone back to scary still. His feet are quicker as anything. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the Pochettino point is another great one. And that's how Pep used him, Rob. Always mm. wanted him to take on the last defender yeah. because that's the hardest bit. Mm. And it's not easy to do that. And Sterling's good, very good at doing that, as you saw for the goal that he scored. So that that is a. Almost like a new signing, yeah. given... I mean, he's only been there. I mean, he hasn't yeah. been there very long. He's a couple of years. But that, that his improvement and his dedication and his mind, whether it's Pochettino, whether it's Sterling himself, yeah. that's it. I mean, to be fair, that's how it should be. Yeah, he's a professional sure. footballer. You, you know, you want to be, be achieving and playing at your very best. So his, his form right now is a story yeah, with Chelsea. Sure. And they're still finding their feet. And, you know, they win the game comfortably 2-0 against Luton. The, the, three, three, no. 
Sorry, was it three? Yeah, three, wasn't it? Two stealing goals and then the Jackson Oh, yeah, he assisted goal. on the, the third yeah. goal, yeah. Um, I want to chuck one at you, because mm. I, I, I know you don't, you, you've got counter-argument, and I'm happy to hear your counter-argument. Marlo Gusto is a young player, a French international, uh, French mm. international player, who's coming to the side. He was bought as an understudy for uh, Rhys James, which I totally get. Saw him all through the summer in the Premier League Summer Series. Fit, aggressive, can get forward, understands the game well. Got obviously built up a nice relationship with Sterling. Is there a, is there a chance that Raheem Sterling could, could that Rhys James could be a right-sided centre back in a three, and Marlo Gusto be the right-sided player? Um, n- n- no. There's a possibility, of course. I, I just think we saw it before. Pace, uh, I know about his pace on that outside. I just I'm think what's 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 Reece James's best attribute? I think he can do. I think he, he, he he's hybrid. I think he can attack well and, and, and put balls in the box. But I think he can defend well, and I think he can even attack from those positions. And Gusto could sit in for him. Mm. I, I love Reece James as a as, as a, a wing attacking. I, that's I, I really do, attacking the last line. But ultimately, Rob, I think Chelsea are going to want to play a back four. Yeah, yeah. It's Do you know what I mean? And, right, and Gusto, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot as well. Yeah, I, just I just don't know whether he, he's going to have to be a little bit patient. Mm. And by the way, does he have to be patient? Because Reese James is injured a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's going to play a lot of minutes, Gusto. Mm. So yeah. uh, I hear you, but game, I know you're yeah. trying to you're trying to find the ultimate eleven and yeah, have Reese yeah. James and yeah. Gusto down that side mm. with Sterling. I mean, it's a pretty f- formidable looking three. Yeah. And maybe there's a if you can if you can balance off in the centre and the left side, so Reese can say, "Go, Reese." You yeah. go as well, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. It should. Again, it goes back to balance. Mm. But no, yeah, maybe if you can get that third centre back on the right side to yeah. really attack. Yeah. And that's some three players on that side. Some and then, pace, then the, power, the other side's some, a little different because yeah. Chilwell prefers got, on his yeah. own. I think. Yeah, exactly. He, he wants to run. He doesn't, and, need, yeah. doesn't need a winger. So. Yeah. I, I, the project at Chelsea is fascinating. And, it's and, fascinating. And Poch, yeah, and I like it. I got, I got, to, I got me. I like it. Mm. What I see. Mm. Let's go to some of the results, mate, because yep. we we got things yeah. up here. So uh, Brighton hosted West Ham United um, at the Amex. A Brighton team that won uh, the first two games, scoring eight goals, conceding two, six points out of six. We're top of the table. West Ham go there, get twenty percent possession, win the game three one. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I. I could First be a bigger th- contrast in the two teams, what the, they want, how yeah. they want to do it, two managers, how the right. philosophies. Different philosophies. And it just shows you, yeah. you know, whatever, whichever Which one I you want. I love the Premier League for Right, them. exactly. I love the league for them. Yeah. I mean, West Ham, are, you know, we all know that they want a bit more progressive football. Yeah. Yeah. But the, fans. the manager right now, it, it ain't really his gear. You know, he's a, he's a defensive first, get behind the ball, and they, they're very quick and powerful. I mean, Joe Bowen, I couldn't love him anymore as a player, Rob. Yeah. Joe Bowen. Yeah. Because he, because he's got the goal-scoring ability, he's got a lovely touch, he's got a bit of, he makes good decisions on the ball, and he's got a big heart. Yeah, really works for the back. team, doesn't he? Doesn't so he's absolutely. brilliant. For for a Moyes player, he's he is perfect. He's, he's, yeah, he's David Moyes, you love child, isn't he? I mean, he's golden boy. That's, yeah. You know, if he had a model of a player, it, it'd be yeah. terrible. And the new well, players you know, a proper footballer, mate. I yeah. mean, Man City don't come in for players unless you're good on the ball. Got midfield. Um, Players who, who, who did a, Alvarez, I thought, did a good job in, in, in the field. Yeah, he's certainly in okay. Got cramped. Yeah, you know, new players do when they come yeah. in the Premier League a little bit. Um, and I'm just going to go with my underappreciated performer of the week before you, we give any more oh. love to West Ham. And it's a certain... And I called him... Um, I, I'm going to rename him. David Di Moisey. 
<laughs> so that he's got an Italian or Portuguese like a deserve, or like a, so he's de Moisey. And, 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 and that might give him a bit more love and a bit more appreciation because we appreciate all these foreign coaches who come in the country and say, play a different way and different style and that. And we've got good old <laughs> David Moyes who wins European competition, who has his team top of the table having beaten Brighton at the weekend, and we still don't really love him. So David de Moisey is the new manager wow. of West Ham. Well, and we now we love him. He is underappreciated, I yeah. think. And, and listen, I think bookmakers, given the, given the summer, he the, well, he's yeah. fighting with the, the director of football, he the new guy. He was the first name for, for, I know. for the I know. Sack. And it's interesting real, on that transfer stuff is that he obviously wanted the Ward Prowses and the yeah. Maguires yeah. and the guys that have been there before. Mm. Oh, and and um, oh, I can't think of his name now. Steindell or something is... Tim's oh, the, 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 the judge uh, of football the, at yeah, West Ham. Yeah, he's coming. He wants all the uh, he wants all data the, I think he was Leverkusen coach. Um, yeah. And he wants all the young European yeah. kids. And I think with a couple of signings they've made, I think maybe they're both satisfied. I think the business has done, been good, Rob. Yeah. That life's money came in early and everyone was yeah. saying, I think they've, they've invested it quite yeah. well. Yeah, but they just, I think they're on the brink of signing another player That's as it, well. There's somebody else coming in, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, it's kudos. Kudos. Yeah, the, he's the, done, the isn't he? Yeah, he's who's, done, yeah. scored a hat-trick, right, I think, yeah. the other week. So. Casey, Rob, gives him a little, yeah. little, little bit so more So I think rest. maybe through kudos to the director mm. of football, through yeah. Ward Prowse, who looks a steal, you know, just a brilliant, like, no-brainer. And that's yeah. what Moyes wants. He wants yeah. those. I Absolutely. don't want it to be a, a gamble or a, mm. or a, or a yeah. tough, you know, not whether it's going to work or not. Yeah. He, he, he wants guaranteed um, yeah. good players. Great, got win, it. Uh, Great win for them. Three, three, just quickly on Brighton, Rob. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is a bad day for them. Mm. <sighs> he, can't, he can't keep. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's so many good players that's left Brighton, even this window. Yeah, so many. Well, he, up to this point, keep up to this point, I mean, what? I mean, Webster had a really bad day, yeah. which we don't normally see. You know, the front line wasn't as as, as, as cutting as as we've normally see, uh, in seen. In CISO is uh, is injured, had a yeah, problem. Yeah, CISO out. Joe yeah. Pedro started on the bench, which I, the bench, I like yeah. him more yeah, than Ferguson Welbeck. started, didn't he? Yeah, Ferguson started. yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, Solly Marsh has been outstanding with Matoma, mm. but the rest of the team on paper, yeah, James mm, Milner at right all back, right, I mean, all right, yeah. Dunk and Webster mm. and, and Welbeck and it's Ferguson. Like, but you could, it can't in fairness, you you'd look at that. Uh, line up last season, beginning of this season, you could you could criticise it, Rob, and they'll still get results. And the one thing they won't lose is belief in what they do. No, and they're the same in the thing. guy, mate. Yeah. And so, big game yeah. next week. Uh, play Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle at home. So that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, both coming off um, poor defeats. A quick a quick shout out. There's three more games here. Everton yeah. nil, Wolves one. I mean, we could spend a, we could spend an hour talking about yeah. this, this situation yeah. as well. Everton. We, we, I mean, it, <sighs> at some point we, we we need to, won't we? Let's get to the window and yeah. then let's have, have a, a, a little yeah, I mean, th- check this, in on, on Everton. I mean, I, I still believe when everybody's fit, but you can't keep saying that. No, no. Dominic Alvarez, when he's fit, and Jack Harrison's now. a good these, window. These, Dan Juma, they've got like. a forward lined up, haven't they? Um, there's a, there's a young player that they've something. They've got one year lined up. Have they another up, one lined up? Supposed to be yeah, close to being done. So that's yeah. that's disaster. Fair play, Gary O'Neill. Yeah, Gary O'Neill. yeah. Found, found a way. Found a way to win points for them. Next game. Is Burnley one, Ever- uh, Aston Villa yeah. three? Villa um, look good. Villa look good. Yeah, good football. You know, they they, they fell apart a little bit. St James's yeah, when we were yeah. there first High game line, of the didn't they? I think Mings going off, changed the system, didn't help. Yeah. And got, it was got a good day for Newcastle. Game. First yeah. home game yeah, for them. They were, they, were, they were flying for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump straight to my underappreciated performer, Matty Cash. Matty yeah. Cash scores two goals from fullback. And there's a lot of talk about uh, West Aston Villa, Rob, and we talk about Musa Diaby and Ollie Watkins and John McGinn and everybody else at Aston Villa. We don't talk about the defenders much. No. And Matty Cash is a solid, solid performer at right back. 
good physicality, mm. likes to tackle, mm. safe on the ball for the most part, Polish international yeah. now as well. Yeah. And when you go as a fullback and you get forward away from home and score two goals, fair play. Yeah. So, you know, listen, listen. maybe maybe it was an easy kind of, ah, you jumped on the guy that scored two goals. But I do believe that Matty Cash is a player at Villa that we don't really no, talk about good too Good level much. each week, good you know, level, no problem. Strong, good signing yeah, for the club. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had a great day. Yeah. We had a great day. So... You know, there's a few others in, in the weekend, but I just yeah. thought, you know yeah, what, let's give them a mention. Yeah, We've got a couple of goals and, and we'll give them a shout. Uh, last game we could quickly talk, Rob, is uh, is Brentford 1, Crystal Palace 1. Yeah. <sighs> I guess not much to, not, no. nothing much definitive about Brentford this. Brentford were good in the first half, Palace much better in the second. Mark Flacken had a decent day for Brentford, made a couple of great saves and then got beat by uh, and Anderson, poked it through his legs late on. It was a funny goal, wasn't it? It was a funny goal. Yeah, because he didn't... Yeah. Goldie, Goldie, Goldie. Out a couple of worldies and then oh, he yeah, he came out a bit soft and yeah. you know they poke home. But good result on on the road for Palace. Roy continues to to, to do his job and mm. uh, it's going to be important for Palace holding on to players. Rob, cool. you know the talk with Eze, want the Elise, the Chelsea, yeah. Eze. You know yeah. the, the vultures are circling and yeah, I think Steve Parrish and, and Roy just need to check the core. was one that we talked about. Yeah, so just making sure they get. I think now it looks like Palace are going to get these guys on big contracts. With big clauses in, so oh, if anything right. does happen, at least they're, they're we're going to be covered ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A wonderful, wonderful weekend in the Premier League, Rob. Three games mm. in now. I just got a table ahead of me here, and it's super early. Yeah, Man City at the top with nine points. West Ham second. West Ham second. Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur uh, third on the same point, seven points. Love and it. Liverpool love Arsenal it, it. at the bottom. Teams without a victory. Sheffield United three losses, and zero points. Mm. Burnley only played two. Yeah, Luton only played two. Luton only played two. Luton, yeah. Just for everybody, tune in Friday if you can. Oh yeah, at the Kenny West. Kenworth Road, their first Luton home West game, Ham. isn't it? West Ham on Friday night. Ooh, that should be a good. fun game. Bottom of the league table, Everton Ooh. three games played, three losses, no goals, goals four, no goals zero, scored, goals against six. Ooh. Sorry, Everton fans. Could be a long Sean Dicio needs to get going. Him? Yeah, in, 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 in. and Sean Dicio yeah, will trust. trust. Okay. Listen, mate, that's match week three in the bag. A bit of a crazy game uh, uh, of a weekend. West Ham, uh, they won with 20% possession. United concede too early, but grab all three points. Arsenal drew, felt like a loss. And in the big game at St. James's Park, Newcastle were a goal up, a man up, but lost the match. Make sure you look out for our next podcast. That's coming up next Sunday. That's September the 3rd. When we'll certainly look back at Arsenal hosting Manchester United, which is a big game of that weekend. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musmo, together with the two Bobbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. And it's good night from him. Good night. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.